Welcome to the Vineyard Church Message of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information on this podcast or other resources, go to vineyardlive.us. To learn more about us, go to thevineyardchurch.us. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, house? How's it going? Everybody doing well? Okay, let me do this again. This is second service, my goodness. Everybody doing well? All right, that's better. Can we give it up for people on the Vineyard Live, checking us out on the screens, making them feel welcome, church, one church, many locations. Um, if you don't know, we've been in a series entitled Inspired. I am closing this series out. It's been a good series. Um, but the goal of this series has been allowing the Word of God to inspire us to do some things, inspire us to pray, shout out to Mama Di who opened up the series, inspire us to study, shout out to Dr. Putty, all right, who carried it in for the second week, Uh uh-huh, yeah, I'm trying to get my rhyme on today, okay, so y'all help me out, and in the third week, we talked about being inspired to write, Jules hit it up, that was uh, amazing on her part, so yeah, can y'all give uh, some love to the speakers for the last three weeks for bringing it in? bringing it in nicely. Um, This week, I believe that uh, God is talking about how we can allow the Word to inspire us to obey. To allow the Word to inspire us to obey. Now, I'm just going to let y'all know I am not casting stones at anybody here, okay? Because I need this word just as much as the next man or woman, okay? Because everybody is growing in deeper levels of obedience, okay? And if you think you're good with the obedience thing with God, then you're either sorely beguiled or just lying, okay? All right? All right, so, so listen, everybody needs this. Everybody needs this because I believe that God is calling us to deeper levels of intimacy. That God is calling us to deeper levels of understanding and deeper levels of obedience. So I pray that, we, that this word will be a good word for us to receive today. So get your hearts ready to receive the word as we talk about inspire to obey. Let's pray and we will get it in. Thank you, Father, for who you are. Father, I thank you, Father, for what you are about to do. Plant those seeds that bear fruit that remain, Lord, today. In perpetuity. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church said, Amen. Amen to the men, men. Okay. So when I was in high school, I, uh, I was uh, basically taking this class called Home Ec. Okay. Do y'all remember Home Ec class? Yeah, yeah. Some of y'all know it's a consumer education. Y'all high schoolers, where my high schoolers at? Consumer education. Well, um, it talks about, you know, things that you do in home, you know, improves home skills, you know. And your boy thought he was going to go rock it out and get an A in that class. I did horrible. You know what I'm saying? They busted out the big old sewing machines. I'm like, oh, I don't look like a, my grandmama got this machine. What are you talking about? I'm busting out. Shoot, my clothes went raggedy in and raggedy out, okay? Shoot. I couldn't sew to save my life. <laughs> then they had the baking unit. Yeah, I'm going to kill a baking unit. Come on. Shoot, I didn't listen to directions. My, my cookies came out all hard and all that, you know, and crispy and burnt and all that, you know. I was, well, what's going on? How do you mess up with the baking class and the baking unit? But then they had the nerve to give your boy a fake baby <laughs> for a week. Now listen. <laughs> wow. Listen. 
Some of y'all know, y'all recognize it as like the eggs, the, the little egg thing, you know, like, you know, you, you put a little, little hat on it, you know, put it in a little cradle, you know, a little, little egg. You know, if you punctured it, you, you know, you failed. Or you went to the store and got yourself a new one. That's what I would have done, you know what I mean? And then the flower, the flower, you had the flower, you know, like, you know, if you punctured, you, you, you bleed flower and all. <laughs> it was just the worst. But anyway... Then, then for my class, my, my school, they had fake babies, okay? Now, ch check it out. I was freaked out by the fake baby because it was around the time when Chucky came out. Okay, you know. You know, I wasn't down with a baby that can blink all by itself, okay? Okay, smiling. I mean, no, nah, I mean, it didn't smile. Now, that would have been crazy, okay? But it was cooing and laughing and oh, okay. You know, anyways, it, it, well, I was more, the most, I was most scared about was the rules, the rules that came with this thing. And it came with the handbook. It was like 20 rules that came at your boy. And I was like, okay, if it laughs, um, then, you know, you, 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 you coddle it. If it cries, you feed it. If it, um, if it uh, blinks slowly, you put it to sleep. You know, if it tooted, you, you changed it. I mean, I don't know how it tooted. I guess it was like an air pocket in the butt. Or anyway, I don't know. Bottom line is that, you know, I had this fake baby, and I'm just overwhelmed by the rules, okay? The rules of this thing. And I'm like, what, what do you do? I don't understand. What is, okay. Anyways, I did horrible, okay? Trying to take care of this baby, fake baby, okay? If the goal was, was um, birth control, mission accomplished, okay? Because your boy didn't have any babies, all right? I was, I was running away from babies. Fake babies, real babies, all that, all right? Fifteen years later, I'm stepping into fatherhood for real, though, okay? I had my first set of twins, all right? And I was loving it. I was raising them well and all that. I was loving them well. And, man, it was good. And here I am, two sets of twins strong, loving fatherhood. Loving fatherhood. So, you know, yeah, there goes the picture of my babies. Yeah, two sets of boy-girl sets of twins. So, you know, we popping them out two for ones, okay? <laughs> you know, we taking a shortcut. We taking a shortcut. You know, so if y'all want twins, come holler at your boy for a Noah's Ark impartation, okay? Blah! <laughs> twosie, twosies. Okay, well, all right, I'm going to keep going. Um, so, so I, you know, I, here I am, fatherhood, it's all good, it's all good. I'm loving my babies, I'm loving my family. What happened? You know, the fake baby unit was horrible for you, boy. I didn't get it. I, I couldn't, all the rules in the handbook didn't allow me to be successful still with this fake baby. But my twins came, my two sets of twins came. I'm loving fatherhood. I'm, I'm loving them, I'm raising them up in the way they should go. I'm teaching them, I'm just bow, 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 let's go. What's going on? I believe, here's what's going on. I believe that rules didn't inspire me, but relationship did. Rules didn't inspire me with the fake baby, but relationship inspired me. Guys, rules for the sake of rules, don't do nothing for your boy, okay? Listen, if I know somebody and I'm growing up in relationship with them, I'm doing life with them, you know, I learn about them, they're learning about me, and we are in there. Listen, I will sacrifice for them. I will grow up with them. I will do whatever I can to do to make sure that that relationship stays good, that that relationship is, is, is dynamic, because I believe that relationship inspires obedience. I believe that a relationship inspires obedience. Think about it. I find this as a common theme in my life. Baby girl, okay? 
some of y'all know her as Regina, my wife. I call her baby girl. And man, when, when, I, when, I, when I met baby girl, I fell in love with her. I didn't need some handbook to tell me how to love her. I just loved her. And the more I do life with her, the more I interact with her, the more I do the good, the bad, the ugly with her, okay? We are, now see, now see some of y'all laughed, okay? I heard that, I heard that. All right, all right, listen. <laughs> we got to keep it PG in here, okay, today, all right? The more I, the more I do life with her, the more I want to love her even more. The more I'm going to support her, the more I'm going to... Stop laughing, Mike. The more I'm going <laughs> to... The more I'm going to obey her. Now, some of the things she got me obeying is straight whack. I know that, but, you know, but I'm going to obey her more. I'm going to obey her because I love her. The same thing with the people that I do life with, my, 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 my supervisors. You know, uh, my, the, my colleagues, my parents, the more I know them, the more I do life with them, the more I'm going to want to obey them. And we, say, we see this same rule, this relationship-inspiring obedience play out in Scripture, y'all, in John 14, 21. I'm going to be in the, tr- on the, in the Passion Translation today, okay? So it's going to be all day, hashtag TPT because it is TNT. Oh, snap, hold on. John 14, 21. Those who truly love me. Whoa, okay. Those whose hearts are geared towards me. Their affections are geared toward me. Those who want to do relationship with me, who want to do life with me. Not with just their lips, but with their life. Those who truly love me. Check it out. It says, are those who obey my commands. This is hashtag red scripts right here. This is what Jesus said. I'm not making this up. Are those who truly love me are those who obey my commands. Now let's take a step back for a minute and look at the word obey. In the original translations, it translated to keep. To keep. And in the Greek, keep is tereo. So what it would read is, for those who love me, are those who would keep or who will keep my commands. Now, why would you want to keep? Why would you want to um, protect, steward? You know, that's what it means to keep, to protect, to steward, to guard, to, to, to look after. Why would you want to do that to the commands that God has given you? Because there's an enemy, y'all, and he's out there to, to destroy He's out there to counterfeit. He's out there to steal, kill, destroy every truth and every command that God gives you for your success. Because he knows that he knows that he knows that if you get this commandment, if you get this truth in you and you steward, you guard, you, 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 you look after this thing, you, you say, hey, this is mine to keep, then you are dangerous for the kingdom of God because you are dangerous to the kingdom of darkness. He knows that that's why the enemy's going to do anything and everything he can in his power to derail, to distract, to disrupt, to stymie you from getting those commands in you, in you. That's why he's saying, guys, Jesus is saying, guys, wake up. Wake up! 
Because if you love me, if you truly, truly love me, not only with your lips, but with your life, if you truly love me, you are going to keep, you are going to steward, you are going to guard the commands that I've given you to steward. And when you do that, you will be on the rock. You will be on the truth. You will be on Jesus and you will stand strong. You will be successful in everything that you do. Can I get an amen? Amen. Okay, okay, let's keep on moving. Let's keep on moving. But I hear you, Clay. I hear you, Clay. But when I read the word, I just don't obey it. I just don't obey it. I, I want to propose to you that we're probably seeing this Bible, this book, as just a set of rules to follow. And we're trying to follow these rules devoid of relationship. We're trying to follow these rules apart from relationship. I'll tell you something. When you are trying to follow rules apart from relationship, that's called religion. When you are trying to follow these rules apart from religion, uh, apart from relationship, I, that's called religion. And I don't believe. I, I want to go after religion today and say, listen, I don't believe that God is calling us to be religious little. I'm going to do everything it says. No, no. I believe that God is saying, I want you to be righteous sons and daughters who listen to my word because you love me. Not because you just have to. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a good Christian. I'm going to come to church. I'm going to come to church on Sunday. I'm going to come to church on Wednesday. I'm going to live like hell the rest of the week. No. I'm going to do what it says for, it, for, for me to do because I love him. I love him because relationship inspires obedience. Relationship inspires obedience. And it gets better, church. Check this out. We don't do it on our own. We don't do it on our own. John 14, 21, again in the TPT, it says this. Whoever passionately, someone say passionately. Whoever passionately loves me will be passionately loved by my Father. And I, Jesus, and I will passionately love you in return and will manifest my life within you. What? God is, Jesus is going to manifest his life in us. We passionately love God, the Father. Father is going to passionately love us, and the Son is going to come in and fill us up and manifest his life in us. Leads me to point two. So relationship inspires obedience. One, two, our obedience to God is empowered by God. Our obedience to God is empowered by God. Before I came to Christ, I had the tendency to complain a lot about a lot. I just complained about stuff. And I talked behind people's back. I made fun of people behind their back and to their face. Yeah. And I just made fun of people. I just, I just you know, I just gossiped. I, I did those things. And it was, it was horrible. But then I came to Christ. And my whole life changed. My whole mainframe changed. I got a download. Boy, it was so good, so good. Then, but I would read, and then one of the medicinal scripts for the gossip in my life was Philippians 4.8. Philippians 4.8 was a power passage for me. And I would look, and I would read this verse, and I hope you guys realize that we're going through Philippians, this series. We've been doing it first um, week one, chapter one, up to chapter four. There's four chapters, and we, had, we highlighted each chapter each week. 
And I pray that Philippians has actually been bringing you a lot of life while we've been um, going through this together. And if you haven't been in Philippians, you know, I, I, I encourage you to read the book. Read the book. This is so good. This is so good. So Philippians 4.8, when I was a babe in Christ, I read it, and I'm, th- and I'm thinking, what? I'm going to read it to you. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. Okay, wow. Follow the example of all that we have imparted to you, and the God of peace will be with you in all things. Oh, my goodness. And I'm, 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 new, I'm new to Jesus, and I'm like, God, what? That's unattainable. I can't. I can't do that. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and honorable. And oh, no, I can't, I can't even hardly keep my thoughts on what's good. How can I control my thoughts? That's impossible, God. This is too much, too much for you, boy. I cannot do it, you know? And, and then basically, you know, excuse me, and then basically the, the scriptures that I saw and I'm reading was like, Looked, what looked unachievable, what looked unattainable started to become more and more achievable and attainable. Why? Because I started to see God for who he truly was. I started to grow in relationship with God. I started to see God as not only a father, but a person who wanted a relationship with me. And then see Jesus as a person who wanted to grow his identity in me and Holy Spirit who is provoking me and prompting me to grow and in, in, in to make moves in destiny. And then I started to realize, wait a minute, his yoke is easy and his burden's light. God isn't trying to overwhelm me with a bunch of rules just to overwhelm me with a bunch of rules. He loves me and he wants a genuine relationship with me. You see, I began to realize that God was inviting me into a reality that I can step in today. And it's out of this relationship that I was inspired to read the scriptures differently through the lens of 3D glasses, y'all. So I put the 3D glasses on and I'm seeing the word come out in, whoa, the triune gospel, whoa, the triune God is in HD to me now. I can see it clearly now. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Oh my goodness, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So, 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 so keep your thoughts continuously fixed on all that is authentic and real. Wait a minute, God. You are actually inviting me into a relationship. You're inviting me into a truth that can set my butt free and keep my butt free. Wait a minute. God, you are allowing me to access a power, a power that can go ahead and make sure that I am doing this all the time. What? I never saw it like that before. But now that I see you for who you truly are and your word for what it truly is, It's inspiring me now to pray. God, 
I pray that I can stop the gossip. I pray that I can keep my thoughts fixed on you continuously. God, I pray, Lord God, that I can live this out, Philippians 4, 8, out in my life. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I can do this, God. I can do this with you, with you. And guess what happens? When Holy Spirit heard that prayer, he inspired me, and not only inspired me, but empowered me to obey empowered me to obey because Holy Spirit will not only inspire us, y'all. Let me take these glasses off. Holy Spirit will not only inspire us, y'all, but will empower us to obey. It says it here in the Scriptures. It says it here in the Scriptures. It says, whoever passionately loves me will be passionately loved by my Father, and I will passionately love in return and will manifest my life in you. You see, it's not about me trying to strive to obey. I cannot do this on my own. Trying to live the Christian life on your own is a farce. And it's a far cry. You're not going to be able to do it on your own. But with the power of the Holy Spirit in me, inspiring me and empowering me, I will obey the word time and time and time and time again. And it starts with a relationship. I love God. I love God with all my heart. Relationship inspires obedience, and my obedience to God is empowered by God. And Philippians 4.8 is still helping me today because, guys, the temptation is still there to complain. The temptation is still there to complain for you, boy. Have you been in Walmart lately? <laughs> Those lines, though. They got 25 cash registers that, that it could be open, but only three are open. And I'm like, God, Philippians 4.8, okay, I'm good. <laughs> I'm driving down the street, I'm down 74 in the fast lane, minding my own business. And someone had the nerve to cut me off, driving Miss Daisy. And I'm like, what are you? Then... Then they finally get back over, and then you want to just go ahead and give them the look of condemnation, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What's going on? There's that temptation. But, but, but Philippians 4, 8. If, if you passionately love me, I do, I do. Well, it's going to be his life manifested in me. Not my old me manifesting in me. It's my new me. It's Jesus Christ in me manifesting in me. Our obedience to God, guys, is empowered by God. I was just on campus the other day. Kid you not. I was walking on the sidewalk. I saw a guy. It was cold. It's like 10 degrees outside. This guy got a coat on and then got like some like boxers on on the, on the bottom. And immediately I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to roast this dude. What's this dude wearing shorts for? But God said, Philippians 4, 8, wait, 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 who are you, Clay? Like, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Hey, man, how you doing, bro? What's your name, man? And I learned, got to know, got to learn about him. You know, talked about it, talked about how, he, you know, like, what, what's going on, man? He's like, yeah, I'm going to, the, going to the gym. You know, he lives close. He found out that he was a civil engineering major. Bottom line is that I got to love him instead of joke on him. Philippians 4, 8, all day. But if I'm being real, but this stuff is kind of hard for you, for me sometimes. It can get very hard for me. Church, don't get it twisted. There's challenges to obedience for everyone. 
And for me, if anybody tells you that obedience is good for them, they are, again, either lying or sorely beguiled. For me, there are times where I just can disobey. There are times where I just flat out disobey God. Guys, I am a moviegoer. I love movies. All right, I go to the AMC to go hit up the big blockbusters. And then in those movies that, I, that can wait, I red box them. I'm a red boxer, okay? I go get my movies from Redbox. We go home, watch the movie. You know, I got Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime on my phone. I watch movies. And then don't get me started on social media. Facebook, Insta, Twitter. Listen, you know what's bad whenever the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning is check for Facebook rather than checking the word. I've been about that life too. Man, but I felt God checking me. He's like, Clay, Clay, you know, you're getting distracted, man. You're getting distracted. Our intimacy time is being pulled away. Our intimacy time. I told God a while ago, I said, God, you know, when I was, uh, uh, when I was uh, a newer pastor, I was like, God, I don't want to be one of those pastors that don't spend time with you. I want that intimacy time to stay the same. I mean, I'm not talking about devotionals. Devotionals were different for me. See, I wake up in the morning, I read the word, I get it in, and, and that's, that, that just remains the same. I'm talking about intimacy time with God, that just be time, that just, I'm just chilling with you. I'm just abiding in your love. I'm not looking for you to do anything for me. I don't need no fresh rev for a sermon. I don't need anything. I just want to chill with you time, you know? That's the time I'm talking about. And the screen time was robbing and eating into that intimacy time. And eventually, I wasn't really spending time with the Father on that level anymore. I was spending time on my screen, on Facebook, on Netflix. I want to watch the movie. But God, I want to see Aquaman and AMC. (laughs) I'm going to miss it. But I'm justifying. I'm justifying to God. Like, God, I do work for you all day, every day. You know, I do my devotionals and I'm doing work. And God rebuked me. He said, Clay, doing work for me and, and, and spending time with me are two different things. I'm like, yeah, but, but God, so I'm trying to justify and bend the rules and all that. And I'm, I'm just trying to disobey, basically. I want my own way. Like it's Burger King up in here. (laughs) So then, one thing leads to another. He finds a different way to get my attention. Wifey and I, we're trying to find a way to get our first set of twins off their screen so much and spend more time with the family. I'm like, hey, guys, come here, come on. You know, why don't you guys spend some more time with us, talking with us? You know, we can learn about each other. Just talking, just being with each other. Let's put the phones away. Then it hit me, like, Clay, what you, what you, what you, what are you trying to hold them accountable to when God has been trying to hold you accountable to that this whole time? Ah, okay, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But and then I went to the Word, guys. I went to the Word, and, and check this out. The Passion Translation is so good. Guys, if you've never read the Passion Translation, you just want a fresh translation so it hits your heart differently, check out the Passion Translation. That's my plug, okay? But peep game, guys. I was in Philippians 4, and I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm reading, and I got the verse 6, and I got the first 6, and I was wrecked. And I'm like, yo, what is it saying? Don't be pulled in different directions. And I'm like, oh, whoa, wait a minute. 
I've never read it like that. It usually says, don't be anxious for, for a thing. Don't be anxious for nothing. Don't be pulled in different directions. Oh, God. And then what do I do? I go get my, my 3D. I want to see this in 3D. I want to see this in high definition. I want to see this in HD again. Hold on. Don't be pulled in different directions. Oh, God. Father, you are calling me into deeper relationships. Jesus, you're calling me into deeper identity. Holy Spirit, you're calling me so we can go and pursue our destiny. Oh, God, I know exactly what you're trying to say with this thing. And then I'm inspired to pray, God, I am sorry. I've been pulled in different directions. I've been doing this and that and this and that, and I've neglected our intimacy time. I've neglected our just be time. What's going on? I was inspired to read, and now, because of my relationship, I'm inspired to pray. And as I was inspired to pray, as I'm talking to God, Holy Spirit and I had a rich convo. We had a great conversation, guys. He was explaining to me some things that I didn't really think about much. He's like, Clay, let me go ahead and put you D on the strategy the enemy has for you. He knows he can't turn you from me. He knows he can't. Have you turned your back on me? He, he, he quit trying to do that a long time ago. But for you, he's trying, to, he's trying to neutralize you with distractions. He wants, you get, he wants to get you so neutralized with all these distractions coming at you that you don't want any more time with me. I'm like, oh, God, oh, I'm, I'm being played by the enemy. And then he said something else. He, we, we talked about a lot, but the other thing he said was this. He said, Clay, let me tell you something. He said, when you and I have that just be time, when you and I are just abiding with one another, when you are abiding in my love, Clay, not working for me and calling it time with me, not preparing a sermon for your church and calling it time with me. Not going on the streets and winning people to Jesus, although that's all good. But don't you dare call that time with me. When you spend time with me, that intimate bonding time, that just be time where there's no agenda, where you just, you and I can just chill. One, I love it. I love it. I love hanging with you. I was wrecked. Oh my God, I'm, I'm snot crying, you know what I'm saying? I got snot dribbling. And then, and then he says, then he says, Clay, not only do I love it, but that's when you're most at peace. And not only is it when you are most at peace, it's when you can clearly see the destiny that I have called for you and you and I can sojourn to the destiny that I've got for you. And I'm like, oh, God, God, let's go, let's go. I am now inspired to obey. So guess what your boy's doing for 2019? He's increasing his just be time with God. He's increasing his just be time with God. That doesn't mean that the movies have taken, well, the movies will take a back seat. But that doesn't mean that I don't go to the movies because I got some AMC gift cards I got from Christmas burning a hole in my pocket. Listen, I'm going eventually. That don't mean that I'm not going to be on Facebook. I might be on Facebook. Listen, that's not the point. He is not trying to turn me into somebody that I'm not. He's not trying to turn me into some prude or turn me into a square or turn me into a person that just don't have fun. No, he is saying, hey, guard what matters most, Clay. 
Guard what matters most, Clay. I've given you this just be time, Clay. Guard what matters most, because this is what you're going to need to proceed to the next level, to the next area that I'm calling you to. Your relationship must increase with me, Father. Your identity must be richly deep in me, Jesus. And your destiny must be the most clear it's ever been in your life, Holy Spirit. Seeing the scriptures through 3D glasses. Seeing your relationship with the Father. Seeing the Son as you grow rich in your identity, rooted deep in your identity, guys, and seeing your destiny like you've never seen it before. But first, you got to get your relationship on. Then you got to know who you are in Jesus before you can even go to your destiny. But it's going to start with getting in this thing. It's getting in this thing, allowing the Word of God to inspire us. Allowing the word of God to inspire us. See, a lot of people don't know their destiny because they don't know the truth that can set their butts and keep their butts free. This is freedom we're talking about. This is not a bunch of rules, guys. This is not a bunch of rules. These are, this is a bunch of empowering, empowering tactics that will keep your butt free unto God. Unto God. And yes, I'm preaching with 3D glasses on. But the undergirding of all this, guys, the undergirding of all this is that we must surrender. I surrender all. I surrender all. Whoa, I'm going to surrender. I forgot to surrender everything. It's not my way. It's not what I want. It's not my will. It's Holy Spirit. What do you want? What do you want me to give up? What am I holding tightly to that I just need to give up? Mature Christianity is about how deep we can obey. And in order for us to obey, we must surrender. We must surrender. So that's the thing. So the questions I have to the church is this, what is the word inspiring you to obey today? What is the word inspiring you to obey today, now, in such a time as this, right now? Not delay, right now. What is the word inspiring us to obey? And then the second question I have is, what is the word prompting? What's, what is that next level obedience look like in your life? What does the next level of obedience look like in your life? And how can you be pressing in with the word to inspire us to obey? Because the word not only inspires, but empowers. It empowers us to pray. It empowers us to read. It empowers us to write, to study, and to obey. How can we allow the word of God to enrich our lives so that it empowers us to do those things? Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for who you are, for what you have done, what you are doing, and what you will continue to do. Lord, I pray, Father God, that we 
eradicate the spirit of religion and we bring in more uh, and more and more the sonship identity and who we are in you. And so the word obey doesn't have any law attached to it, doesn't have any religion attached to it. All it has is freedom, freedom attached to it in every way. So Father, how can you invoke us, inspire us, empower us to obey? I pray that that is the question on everyone's heart here today. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church said? And the church said? Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening to the message today. To experience more powerful messages, go to vineyardlive.us or join our Vineyard Live Plus community to view conferences, trainings, and special teachings.